0: Orthosport Canada, yep. a tip you gave saved my dog's life today. The prong collar broke off my eight-month-old Doberman's neck because I had a carabiner attached to his actual collar. He didn't break free.
1: Awesome, smart person. Kudos to you. Shit happens.
0: Next. Okay. Also from Ortho Sport, I live on a main road and my dog would have been hit and possibly killed in the afternoon traffic. Thank you so much for all the tips you provide. That's amazing.
1: That's amazing. Good for you. I'll be up in Canada. I'll be up in Collingwood, Canada and Vancouver, British Columbia. Next. Okay. Also, depends where in Canada you are, a lot of my folks from Toronto are going to be going to the Buffalo, New York seminar. <laughs> hey, hey, everybody. How are you? It is Jeff Gelman of Solid Canine Training. Mm-hmm. And Linda. Linda, how are you?
0: I'm here. I'm in the house. Yeah.
1: Good. How's everybody doing? All right. Today's only an hour show. Let's get jump right into it.
0: All oh. right. Today's only an hour
1: show. Let's oh. get Oh, oh. Oh. <laughs> There's a little bit of a delay there. Um, on Linda's computer. Um, the way the way the show works is is it I want to make sure that's the camera that's on. That's what I thought. Um, the way the show works is, well, first of all, if you don't know who I am, it's Jeff Gelman of Solid Canine Training. We're based in Providence, Rhode Island. I personally travel the world doing dog training seminars. We've got 20 scheduled for 2019. One more pending. It might be 21. We're looking, we're, we're negotiating with Alaska now. That might happen, but you can go to JeffGelmanSeminars.com, JeffGelmanSeminars.com to you, see the you schedule. You keep
0: saying 20, even though you add some, and then you say, i got
1: 20. Well, right now we got 20. I'm not going to say 21. Because are if you a,
0: sure? Did you count them out?
1: Yeah, 20. There's, there's, there's five rows of four on the, on the screen. Um, just got back from Florida, actually wonderful seminar in Florida. And I had to Seattle this weekend. Tickets are still available for Seattle. Um, <clears throat> We specialize in a lot of rehab, behavior modification at the training center. So we stop a lot of unwanted behaviors. A lot of people are are attracted to this show because they want us to stop unwanted behaviors and they want advice. So a lot of my answers are going to be, the answer is going to be properly applied punishment. And we need to learn how to do that. Um, On the flip side, most of our training at the training center is rewarding dogs because once we stop the unwanted behavior, we're training what we want. Um, I don't talk science I'm not gonna talk science we don't allow people to talk science because most people don't know what the hell they're talking about um, there's a there's a chat box down there you can ask your questions there's a little dollar sign down there what you do with that is uh, YouTube has created up a, a top chat which your which your question then goes to the top and you get it answered it right away um, and it's for it's for folks like myself and uh, for people to make mm-hmm. donations to uh, creators of complimentary content. That's pretty much what it is. But we're going to get through as many questions as we can. Um, Usually on the Monday show, we don't get through them all. So here we go, Linda.
0: Sir, this one's from Todd.
1: Good evening. Hey, Todd, how are you?
0: Daro. Everyone at Solid Canine, keep doing your great work. We're
1: we're doing it every day. We have no other option but to do great work.
0: Next. Uh, Mike. Hey, guys, I thought Maddie was crate trained, but found out Some pieces of the plastic tray line are chewed up. How do I correct her when we aren't home? She doesn't do it. We try to set her
1: up. Okay. Okay. So you can't correct the dog for chewing the tray when you're not home because you need to apply a punisher. What you do is, um, uh, which by the way, is not a crate training issue. Crate trains usually mean soiling um, in the crate um, or being able to relax in the crate. Um, Some people will say, oh, give your dog a chew toy. Okay, but your dog will probably still chew the crates. It's not, a, it's not missing a chewing item. So what do you do? Set the dog up. You get yourself a video camera, get yourself a nanny cam, FaceTime yourself, Skype yourself um, um, with two different, ki- two different phones if you have to. You leave the house. You go one or two houses down. The remote cow, you have a remote collar on your dog. You watch and you wait. And, you know, for all we know, your dog doesn't do it for another three hours. So then you got to sit and wait for three hours and nobody wants to do that. Um, You could put a, you know, I don't know if you've got a a blanket or a dog bed, but the dog might destroy that. But the only way to stop that issue is you've got to catch the dog in the act and apply a punisher. And the easiest thing to do is a remote collar because they work up to half a mile away and you're only like two or three houses down. Next.
0: This one's from Nesta Dog. I'm using the Sport Dog 425S e-collar, and when correcting my Malinois, now he runs to my husband and hides. I'm on the lowest setting. Any suggestions, or do I need a different e-collar?
1: Two different things. I don't know what you're correcting for. Number one, you should have a leash on your dog, because your dog has to understand corrections. Number one. Number two, we are not against using Sport Dogs. They run hot, even on the lowest number. A great example. So we like dog or e-cower technology because they go from one to hundred and you can really, like once you're at one on a sport dog and it's too hot, you can't go lower. So now you're screwed. Now, if your dog was in drive, it probably wouldn't even feel one. Um, so this, that's a frequent issue that we see. Next.
0: This one's from Samantha. For your seminars what do we need to bring with us i have the e-collar and prong anything else you recommend to bring
1: yeah if you're bringing a dog which it sounds like you are you need to bring the dog crate a list goes out so if, i'm not sure what seminar mm-hmm. you're going to if you're going to the seattle seminar a email went out today another e- the same email will go out again on wednesday um it tells you what you know what to bring um but you know pretty much a crate and uh your tools um and a you know, water bowl um, and then we if sometimes some people like to bring those camp chairs because they're more comfortable sometimes in the chairs that we we, we have at the facility. Um, uh, and then, I mean, we supply snacks and lunch. Um, so, you know, comfortable clothing, weather permitting clothing, because we do some some work outside as well. Next.
0: Uh, Melissa says, hello, Jeff and hey, Mrs. Gellman. Hey, hey, Melissa, how are you? <coughs> um, Diana. Hello, Jeff. How should someone handle a dog that just lost their favorite family member? Seems like the dog really misses that family member. And when the dog hears the name of the family member is looking to find them.
1: Okay. You're humanizing the dog and it's, 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 the dog hears the name probably out of a pattern, but we don't know if the dog misses the family member. Can a dog grieve? That's probably up in the air. I don't know if they've got the capacity to do that. And even if they do, there's nothing you can do about it. There's nothing you can do about it at all. So what I would do is you're going to struggle with this probably more than the dog will. So pretend, the th- not pretend, treat it like it didn't happen. Don't do anything special at all. Move on. Not for you, you have to deal with your grieving process the way you want to, because you're a human, but for the dog, there's nothing you do for the dog. If you feel bad for the dog or if you're looking at the dog feeling bad, the dog is probably going to respond a certain way because you're projecting something possibly on the dog. Treat it like a normal day that's fine, but just because the just because you say the person's name and the dog goes looking for them, that's because the dog probably has always done that. That doesn't mean the dog is missing them. So don't put human emotions on animals. That's the biggest mistake you can make, um, or, else, or else you're going to struggle with a lot of different things. Next.
0: Um, pause forward. Uh, I have a Catahoula who pulls on the leash. Prong pops don't really phase her. We've done lots of 180s, but making little progress. Is it okay to start... Her on e-collar, even though she hasn't grasped heel. Yeah,
1: because the e-collar will teach her heel, but chances are you're also giving the information on the prong too late. You have to do it earlier in the sequence. You have to do it when the dog's thinking about pulling ahead. So I don't know how you're holding your leash. I don't know I don't know if the collar's snug enough on the dog in the right position. Um, and then I don't know what your leash handling skills are and, and where you're giving the information to the dog but most people wait till the dog's already ahead. You actually would give the information a little bit behind the knee when the dog starts forging ahead. Don't give the dog the opportunity to do it. Also, as far as your 180s, the way I teach my 180s, the last thing dogs want to do is forge ahead. It's an extremely firm consequence for doing it. Next.
0: This one's from Sandy. Hey, Jeff, best way to teach an 11-week-old puppy to go up and down the stairs?
1: So an 11-week-old puppy... um, uh, let's see, I'm 11 weeks old, I probably wouldn't be that demanding of an 11-week-old puppy. I don't know the size of the puppy, but but height-wise, they might not be able to do it. And then also, if the stairs are slippery, it might not be able to do it. So if I had an 11-week-old, so I'm big on German Shepherds. If I had an 11-week-old German Shepherd, I would probably teach it to climb like over some things, maybe like a plastic set of stairs. But as far as my home stairs, i carry it up. Until it was a little bit, until it was a little bit older, because I don't know. I would hate to see it slip down. Um, if it's just like two steps to get into the house, that's easy. You can do that with food. Do that with leash pressure. Um, but you can also wait a little bit. There's no rush. Your dog will be fine. Wait till it's a little bit bigger. Next. <clears throat>
0: um, this one's from Michelle. Good evening, Jeff and Linda.
1: Michelle, Hi, thanks Michelle. for all the awesome comments on our YouTube videos. Thank you.
0: This one's from Sandra. Howdy from Texas, y'all.
1: Hey, Texas. How are you? I was just in Austin two weeks ago. I'll be back in, now, oh, shoot, October or November. Next. <clears throat>
0: um, the Pichu. Hi, Jeff. Are you going to skip last week's AMA? So I know if I wait for my response there or I ask again. Uh, ha ha
1: Okay. So um, this, we did not have time to videotape it this weekend. We didn't have time to do it today. And I might not have time to do it tomorrow because there's some stuff going on. So, um, uh, and I need, Joelle and I have to be in the same place in order for us to do it. Ask a new question this week. Don't worry. Your question will be asked from last week. Answered. Next. Answered.
0: Um, Dar, just a comment. I used a bonker on six-month-old GSD and she just chewed it and played with it. However, I gave it a try yesterday with great results. It works good. She's uh, one and a half years now.
1: Good. Chances are the first time you did it, you did it wrong. If you, if you use a bonker properly, if people don't know what a bonker is, this is what it looks like. All it is is a towel wrapped up. I have a video on my YouTube channel, how to make it, how to use it. The last thing the dog should do, want to do is play with a bonker. So if you apply it properly by saying, no, when the dog is not aroused, but thinking naughty thoughts. And if you say no, you wait one second, and then you throw it extremely firm. Yes, you're throwing a towel at your dog. If you want to spin that and say you're hitting your dog, that's your journey. That's your conversation. Um, the last thing your dog should want to do is play with it. Next.
0: Um, this one's from Melissa. It's the Jeff Seminar Info.
1: Awesome.
0: JeffGelmanSeminars.com. Thank you. Um, Lydia, my puppy is starting to bark in the crate. Never has for the past two months. How do I make her stop?
1: Um, so as far as shutting up dogs so if the last two months, so if you've got the, do- so at the minimum, the dog is 16 weeks old. Cause if you got the dog at eight weeks old, two months after that is 16 weeks old, which makes a four month old dog. How do you get the dog to stop? You, you apply a punisher and you would say no or quiet. And you'd walk up to the crate and you, and you, you hit the top of the crate, hit the side of the crate, bonk the crate, um uh get a get a pet convincer, which is compressed air, you know, correct the dog like on the side of that, and all the bullshit lies, unethical nonsense that's out there saying you should never punish a dog in a crate because it'll hate it is an outright blatant lie. I only do this stuff to dogs that already hate the crate. I don't I wouldn't do any of this stuff to a dog that didn't behave improperly in a crate. Your dog won't hate the crate more. Your dog will actually shut up, lie down, go to sleep, and not do it anymore. I've done it thousands of times. I do it live at my seminars. All we see is dogs is behave in crates. That's all we ever see. I've never seen a dog get worse. Sometimes in the moment they get worse, but the story stays the same and we work the dog through it. And we don't reward dogs for being quiet in the crate. Next. Uh, top uh, chat, top $10, tat. Dodd mm-hmm. Mini Storage, Dodd Mini Storage. No question, but I'm sure you ask a question. If not, just thank you for the thank you for the cash. Thank you. Next.
0: Okay, Lydia. My uh, Nope, no, Chris. Walking my two-year-old Wime, he likes to pull the little slack out of the leash even after popping him. Should I 180 him until he understands? I also walk my
1: bulldog at the same time. Um. Yeah, work with one dog at a time. How old is the dog, does it say? I've lost mm, all the characters. Two-year-old Wime. So two year old Reiner, yeah. Do the do the one eighty, um, but also again apply the the the, the 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 information on the tower way before you're probably doing it now. Top chat of four ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Jose, Mrs. hashtag Mrs. Gelman Mondays. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you, Jose. Next.
0: Um, <coughs> Excuse me. Where am I, Jack? When training place, how far do you go into proofing against distractions before entering the correction phase? Dog struggles when I make kissing noises despite several sessions.
1: Okay, uh, several, meaning three, five, ten, of se- twelve. Oh, sessions,
0: correcting, breaking. Okay,
1: so what I would do is I wouldn't do kissing first. I would do simple things like just walking away, turning your back, walking out of the room. And, all depend- and make sure you're marking it properly with no, and then you apply your leash pop. Um, but kissing is 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 a, too much of a distraction to start with. Next.
0: Um, Susan, I correct dogs that I have when they kick their feet after pooping, but some clients don't mind it, so they don't correct their dogs.
1: Does it matter if a dog does this? A lot of trainers will have different opinions on that. If we've got pushy, snotty, aggressive dogs, we correct it. Other dogs, we don't give a shit. But – with a client, all you can do is suggest. Next.
0: Um, Red Riding Hood and, and the Wolf. <clears throat> How do you prevent dog aggression and protective aggression? Is it basic socialization? I'm getting a Canaan dog puppy next year, and Canans are known for being watch and security dogs. I don't want to end up with another Kona. Kona was full grown when I got her, and this will be a puppy. I know every dog is different, though, and these two are different breeds. Kona was an Akita.
1: Okay, we, that's enough information. So this is the thing. Nice. So how do, you, how do you prevent it by, sure, socialization could help. But, you know, I own German Shepherds in a the Malinois. They're not aggressive. I've had aggressive German Shepherds. It's not as much of a breed thing. But if you're getting a genetically designed dog to be protect and wary and aggress... Be careful what you wish for. So, how do you get that dog to be social? Yes, proper socialization, but also holding the dog accountable from a very young age, from a very very young age. So, raising a puppy is very very challenging. Raising a power breed puppy is even more is even more challenging. But you're not preventing the dog to be aggressive. You can either stop it um, or as soon as as soon as it manifests. Next, oh, nope, ten dollars super chat. Another $10, Dodd. Thank you so much. Next.
0: Uh, Glenn, I'm a trainer, and I just wanted your advice. Dog growls at the owner when they go near the food. I was going to teach it the out command using a leash. Would you recommend anything else?
1: We do the out command with a remote collar. That's what we do. Also, make sure that there's there's some context to it. Um, I don't believe that a dog should growl. i do not against growling um, some of the time, but that's not allowed. You can't growl against towards a human. So we teach the out to man, and we use a remote collar. If you want to use a leash prong, you absolutely can. Next.
0: Uh, this one's from Chris. I recently adopted a three-year-old American bulldog. She loses focus when I do the come, sit, break with food. Should I just wait until she gets hungry enough that the food drive is high enough? She ha- She has a high...
1: I don't know. Okay. What so what we can do is this. Um, you, can, you can use the dog's daily food to practice. Um, uh, you know it, The dog doesn't eat out of a bowl. So you're not withholding food. You're using the food to daily train, and you can do that. Also, I have no idea how long you've been working on it for. And don't worry about focus yet. Just do the obedience. Focus will come. $5 top chat. Um, Paraz, um, I use place with my GST jailer. He does well, but will break it with distractions like kids or stuff going around. Should he use the counter as a punisher? Absolutely. Yeah, that's, that's the only way to hold a dog. Everybody thinks that the way you get a dog to hold places by more rewards. That's bullshit. No, it's by consequence. Why kids are more exciting than, than any reward you're going to deliver. So every dog needs to learn how to be held accountable or else your dog won't be proficient in it. And then you can't trust your dog, but you, you have to also, you have to understand how to properly apply a punisher by saying no, and then applying the punisher and then the dog has to be on a leash and you have to, you possibly, or you should probably have to guide it back into position the first couple times. So it understands what it's doing. Understands what it's doing. Next.
0: This one's from Mary. Hello, Jeff and Linda. Love you both. Hey, Mary. Mary we Long love time you too. No uh, Lisa. Hello from Wisconsin. Ordered a prong collar from your website today for my six month old GSD. Excited to train him to heal.
1: Uh, will be a first. Awesome, yeah. You should be doing a lot of training with your dog. With tons of food training right now. Tons of structure. Um, just jump into our do-it-yourself videos. Consume our content. I will be in right by Green Bay, Wisconsin coming up. Go to com. You'll learn a lot there too. Next.
0: Uh, yes, my GSD is afraid of bathing. I decided to disrupt the routine and take her to those wash station places. Mm. I used the prong to lead her up the stairs, but she still refused to get in and pulled back.
1: So, um, what would I do? I would, um, just put my pick, pick, possibly pick up my dog and put it in there. Or I would guide the dog in with, with, with leash pressure. And once they're in, you stabilize them a little bit and then you start washing them. Or you can take a couple of weeks to do it with like counter conditioning, but dogs got to be bathed or bathe the dog outside with a hose. I don't know where you're located. If it's too cold there, you don't want to do that. Or you can put the dog in the bathtub at your house. Muzzle up the dog and go, just go all in. Just jump in with two feet. Next.
0: Uh, this one's from Josh. I got a new black prong ultra still. Oh, nice.
1: Yeah, those are nice.
0: Next. Karen, GSD lover. Hey, Jeff and Linda. Got a 14-month-old dog who won't eliminate outside. Vet checked her and okay. She acts super intense, alert, went outside. Fearful stage. Just ignore it and keep things normal.
1: Thanks. Um, super fearful outside. This is the thing is, no, you want you, okay. What I want you to do is, what I want you to do is I want you to be able to start using obedience to keep the dog in structure to override the fear. So we're not using obedience to fix the problem, but you can't say, don't be fearful, and you can't reward the dog because it's if it's truly fearful, it won't take food and it, it won't make a difference anyway. So what you can do is just start patterning new behaviors and you advocate for the dog and show the dog that the world's not going to end. But you don't say that to them. You just show them. Next.
0: Um Bitless Equestrian. Hello, I'm so proud of myself because I ran into someone who said that they would never use a prong because they thought it would kill their dog, but after a while of talking, I got her to check you out. Mm-hmm. And now she's totally for them. Love our guys so 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 much. Thank you for doing this.
1: You're welcome. I mean anybody that uh, I'm you know, it's kudos to you for having that conversation, but it makes you wonder about a person that thinks that a prong collar would kill a dog. I've trained over 4,000 dogs. I've never Seen a dog injured on a prong collar. And yes, I know there's photos online. Big fucking deal. Whether they're real or they're Photoshop, it was not through training. It was through being on a tie out too long. It is extremely difficult to harm a dog on a prong collar. So there's always gonna be that one story, which doesn't mean you ban something because of one, two, three, or even like 1% of events. So kudos to you. Next.
0: Uh, this one's from Sam. Hello. I watched my friend's dog twice a week and began her in prong training when she told me her puppy is a huge puller. She's amazingly th- sorry, <coughs> thankful her dog is a great walker now. She loves you,
1: LOL. Oh, awesome. Sam, make sure she's following through as well.
0: Next. Jordan. Hey, guys, I've got a lot of friends jumping on the SK-9T train. Nice. I'm hoping to speak with my boss at a doggy daycare to join in as well. Any advice besides recommending a business consultation? No,
1: Jordan, this is all you can do. Have the, all you can do is pass on information and let them decide. Don't try to sell me on anybody. Just pass on the information and let them decide. I do business consulting, but don't even push that. Let them decide. He's on or she is on their own journey. Let them figure it out. If they're struggling with some issues, we can help. I do lots of doggy daycare consulting. I do dog training facility consulting, boarding training facility consulting. So, But as far as like just jumping on that free, we have so much free content that can be helpful. Next.
0: Uh, this one's from Doug. We have a two-year-old female Doberman rescue that's becoming super aggressive toward me and my other dogs at feeding time. I've started enforcing place and making her wait. Is that
1: enough? No, it's not enough. Number one, two things: take rescue out of the equation. Number two, feed your dog in a crate. Yes, you wait, have your dog wait for the food, but you—that's not going to stop an unwanted behavior. The only way to stop an unwanted behavior is you make it suck for the dog to aggress. So we teach the out command and I have a video you put, you make the dog default, wait for the food, put the food bowl down, teach the out command and, but don't be annoying. Don't be the kind of person that goes up and sticks their hand on the dog's food. All right. So I, I stopped resource guarding. I've never stuck my hand in dog's food. Next. Oh, it's a couple of top chats mm-hmm. Canadian 699 from Todd. Thanks to you you and the ladies. Our Husky Shepherd continues to exist as part of our family as a result of your straightforward common sense approach. Todd, bam, you're the one doing all the hard work. I'm just talking about this stuff. So kudos to you. $5 from uh, Thyre. Sorry if I, I chopped up your name there. Thank you both for all you do. I appreciate your videos and guidance so much. Thank you so much for consuming the content as well. Next.
0: All right, um, Derek. Hey guys, my dog attempts to bite when we want to groom him with a towel or the brush. How do we work him through this? Thanks.
1: Um, you missed um love. Lovely seeing you, Linda.
0: You are. You said that hashtag already. Though.
1: Linda Monday. Has- no, that's a different one. Oh,
0: it was different. Yeah, it's a different oh, one. do I have a hashtag now? Yeah. Linda Mondays.
1: There's two hashtags. Yes. <laughs> Mrs. Mrs. Gelman Mondays, I think, was the other one. Ah,
0: okay. Oh, so
1: Derek says my dog attempts to bite when we want to groom him with a towel or with a brush. How do we work him through this? What we do is this: you muzzle up the dog, and it's a clicker protocol. It's a We literally do a clicker food protocol with that. So um, it's all it's a slower process, and it's all done by um, introducing things slowly. And you um, uh, 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 you you would put out say you put out the brush, hold out the brush. The dog sniffs the brush, click reward. Boom. Hold out the brush again. Dog sniffs the brush, click reward. Great. Hold out the brush, touch it to the dog. Dog doesn't aggress, click reward. See where I'm going with this? It's just like you do it slow and slow and slow, and you keep adding more and more and more stuff to it. Next.
0: Gin Marzwan, hello. Hello. Hello to you. Uh, Dodd mini storage, my three-year-old border border collie mix that I've had for nine days is doing well, no luck teaching fetch. He's not interested in any of the toys unless he is alone, but only some, how can I get him started? Mike?
1: So Mike, Mike, I don't teach fetch. So, um, I'm just a basic family pet dog trainer. All my dogs that I own that you see me working have got incredible, incredible drive. And they, which Border Collies do as well. So what I would do is this, this is, this is not my level of expertise at all. You want to look up a video called forced fetch, not on my page, forced fetch. Also, you want to start looking into some field trial and hunt trial um, folks um, that also work that do that as well. Next.
0: um, Paige. Hey guys. So I started training my four and a half month old Roddy with an e-collar. What do you think about the tapping sensation button? It seems to work with commands and some unwanted behaviors.
1: What do I think about it? I mean, I mean, I don't understand the question. Sorry, but, but we, 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 that that's how you train a dog on the remote. Ooh, geez Louise. I just Um, so what do I feel about the tapping sensation? I mean, like, that's how you're going to be training. But I don't know if you're using you – t- you can do momentary. You can do pressure on, pressure off. You know, there's different ways to use the remote collar. What do I think of the tapping sensation? I think it's great if you're using it to train your, t- train your dog, though. I'm a huge fan of remote collars, obviously. Next.
0: Next. Little Mama mud. Hello from cold-ass Canada. Cold weather finally broke. On to road work this week. Still no bites. Only two fits. Stopped in minutes. Working hard and waiting for my WWJD gear. Love from the North.
1: Awesome. Thank you so much.
0: Little Mama, we're up to the in the 50-degree uh, area yeah. right? today yep. and yep. tomorrow. Lucky us. All right. Joey, I currently create my seven-month-old lab when I'm not home. Any advice on how to transition him to not needing to be created?
1: No. I have zero advice. I don't recommend not crating your dog when you're not home. Your dog could die. Your dog could die. Your dog could destroy um, things in your house. Your dog could um, not die, but ingest something and uh, end up in the emergency room. Mm-hmm. Why do you want to get your dog out of the crates? Because you feel bad about it. I want your dog to live to the to the to it to as long as it possibly can. Crates keep dogs safe. So. I'm in no, we don't, we don't train. That's not what I do. I don't recommend it. That's not what I do. You can't hire me to do that because that's not what we train. We recommend crates when nobody's home. Next.
0: Uh, Sebastian, my puppy does, my puppy does stares hardcore at other dogs. He doesn't bark or become reactive, but I feel like I should still correct. Should I? If so, tips on how to. I don't
1: know how old your puppy is. Number one. Also, number two, what's the dog's intention? Staring in general is not bad. What's the intention behind it? So if your dog just stares and does nothing, okay, don't do anything. If your dog stares and eventually, like, aggresses, well, then you would correct. How do you correct? I don't know how, I don't know how old the dog is. So I would need if it's a, If it's a 12-week-old puppy, I'm not going to tell you to use a remote collar. So a couple of variables there. But intention is everything. Next
0: bitless equestrian i want to get into professional dog training but i'm not sure how to i've been working with dogs for three years but they are all my own but i want to start training other people's dogs any
1: suggestions i've got tons of suggestions i've got a seminar series called t3 seminar t3 seminar it's literally geared for folks excuse me just like you but what i would start doing is the best experience you can get is training shitloads of dogs I mean, you can go to a university, you can go to a school. Bottom line is, until you train shitloads of dogs, you don't know a damn thing. And then you have to make sure you've got good human skills. Because if you want to start training dogs for humans, it's not a dog training skill set. You have to have that. It's a human skill set. So start with, right now, you can start with to find a rescue that you can align with that also feels the same way about training and they're out and they are out there and just start training as many dogs as possible Do an internship volunteer with somebody that is with a training center where you align with them and volunteer your services work for free work for free next
0: uh marnie cool dog hi thanks and linda your hair is getting long i hope it's warmer this week well my hair is getting long mm-hmm. i am getting it did on thursday morning okay That's right,
1: 9 a.m. I'm still in town. 9 a.m. And we'll see.
0: Check Instagram on on Thursday, Marnie.
1: Cool. Next.
0: (laughs) Gin Mars. Um, Jeff, our 11-month-old Mastiff, has destroyed our backyard digging holes. Can you tell me what I can try? We have tried feces in the holes only to have him dig another hole. Of course.
1: (laughs) Haven't you listened to my fucking show before? I tell people not to do that. I tell people that's the stupidest thing in the world. Also, don't fill it up with water. All that's the biggest unethical bullshit lie.
0: Doesn't a muddy shithole sound fun like yeah, to Yeah, of
1: course. Dogs love that. This is how you stop digging holes. Put a shock collar on your dog, all right, and stand inside the house. Watch your dog. It starts digging a hole. You make it suck to dig the hole. It's a really simple concept. And if someone wants to turn that around, oh, so you're punishing the dog for doing what it naturally does. Yeah, it also naturally there's a lot of things that we don't want it to do because it's a domesticated animal now. But you can't dig hole. If you want to dig a hole at the beach, dig a hole at the beach. You can't dig a hole in my backyard. That's what you do. Oh, you're using fear. Of course, I'm using fear. Oh, is th- does it doesn't hurt the dog? Of course, it hurts the dog. That's how you stop stuff. It's simple. Jeff what
0: how's the dog gonna dig a hole at the beach there's no there's no in the sand they're gonna bring the dog to the beach so it can dig holes. no i'm there? saying
1: if it was digging a hole at the beach oh i thought you were to care. bring
0: them to the beach no
1: <laughs> you could if you want next
0: um diana got it if i need the dog for emotional support when dealing with grief can i let her sleep in bed with me or do you suggest i don't do that should i let the dog see me cry
1: Diane, you're humanizing. Okay, first of all, I apologize for your loss. I'm really sorry for your loss. I'm really sorry for your loss. What I don't want you to do is this. Your dog might not be capable of being an emotional support dog. Your dog might not be capable of being an emotional support dog. What I mean by that is you're going to put a lot of pressure on that dog to do that. And that could cre- that can create a host of problems, including aggression. People think that people, people with aggressive dogs, the dog got aggressive because someone was mean to it. Nope. So I don't know your dog. But as far as the dog seeing you cry, dog can see you go to the bathroom. Dog can see you do a lot of things. Don't humanize the dog. That's the biggest mistake you can. Massive structure. If you're going to use your dog, I don't know you and I don't know your dog. I don't know your dog training skills. I don't know the temperament of the dog, the behavior of the dog. I know nothing about the dog at all. All I can say is this. If you're going to be using your dog for a lot of love and affection and emotion, your structure better be way above that. No matter how much of the, the soft stuff you share, the structure. And the training and the consequences for unwanted behavior need to be above that. But the worst thing to do is to put human emotion on the animal. Next.
0: Um, this is from Melissa. Sandra Buck, Austin seminar is November 9th and 10th. And there's a link. Awesome. Gin Mars, we also tried assigning a dig area.
1: I would just stop digging. Next.
0: Um, Mr. Robert says, greetings, from Ecuador, you are our inspiration to keep growing as professionals, as business, also having solid arguments to answer questions from our clients. Thanks. And uh, keep up. Keep Good. it up.
1: But, Mr. Robert, thank you so much. Just make sure you're not actually arguing with your clients. We never do. Everything's on our website. So what you want to do is make a bunch of videos on your website that answers a lot of the popular questions. But you can have discussions with your clients. but. Like, we don't even try to convince people to hire us. Like, everything's on our website. All the information's already out there. When somebody calls up, they should, they, they usually know that they want to hire us. They We'll obviously answer questions that they have, but I'm not going to try to convince anybody or sell anybody on what we do. I'm just putting stuff out there. Next.
0: Did we see this 499 one? Hashtag Mrs. Gellman. Yes, we Mondays. did. I okay. answered that
1: one, yes. Uh, my... That's the one that you thought was the other one. Um.
0: No. Mike, are we allowed to videotape your seminar for our own use after?
1: No, you're not. You can't. You can take as many pictures as you want. There are times you can videotape, but you cannot videotape the seminar. You cannot live stream the seminar. Why? Because um, things get taken out of context, um, and that's why it is. And that and that's what happens. You can take photos. There are moments you can videotape, but if I'm working with a highly aggressive dog and it tries to bite me, and I've got to do something, and you take that video and you throw it up on social media, I mean, I won't. as long as you tag my name, I really don't give a shit. I don't mind the hate, but things get taken out of context. And so it's probably not going to be fair to you. Me, I can fucking care less. People already talk trash about me every day. All it does is keep bringing me more fans, more businesses. My seminars keep selling out. But it's also, it's more of an etiquette. It's more of an etiquette thing. And also there's other folks that are there that also don't want to be videotaped. Next.
0: Um crystal. Hi guys. Yes. How would you recommend a correct whining? E-collar? Just say no, then continuous pressure till he stops, then release. Thanks.
1: There's yes, e cower. E cower. And then as far as do you do do you do momentary? Do you do continuous? Do you do higher? Do you low? You gotta figure out what the recipe is. But an e-cower is gonna be the magic thing to stop whining. Next,
0: next. <laughs> I was waiting. Ah, uh, this one's from Josh Jeff. Where's your WWJD coffee mug? I got mine next to me. Um,
1: uh, mine in the dishwasher. Mine's maybe? in the dishwasher. Probably. I gotta buy more.
0: We should just fill the whole cabinet with them. Get I know. rid, of all, the I get rid of, of all the
1: other ones. Next, because all um, the other, none of the, not too many of them fit in my cup holder in my in my truck.
0: Oh, you got some weird ass shaped cup holders. That's why. Okay. It's because you have a Ford. <laughs> just kidding. Um, Alpha R Canine. Hey, Jeff, I have gotten Did my... Did you do the Pichu? Didn't the I? Pichu, no. Oh, you know what? My screen moved. I don't see that. And
1: then there's also Karen. So an update on the nine-month-old dog who had trouble relaxing on the crate after two days spending a lot of time on the crate. He improved very much. Now trying on a new environment. Good for you. So doing duration work works great. Do you see Karen's?
0: Um, get, Something happened. Can you can get up
1: to the Todd Rolo Super Chat for 279 um, uh Uh... Who Todd Rollo actually did two seventy-nine. Okay. Thanks for my family, including Husky Shepherd, to yours. Okay. Awesome. Thank you. So Karen's next. Okay. I
0: don't Boom, know
1: what right happened. there. Yep. You know,
0: sometimes it just yeah, it. Just jump, it whoop. just jump
1: it just jumps down. I know.
0: Um when I picked up my dog from daycare, she barked at a man getting out of his car to pick up his dog. I had no remote or prong collar to correct her. What could I have done?
1: I you could have given her a heel tap, you could have done a finger poke, could have done that, but you know. I mean you can't you you probably never bonk her either. You got to do something though. I you can take take a little finger poke, two or three fingers, no pop like that. It's
0: called the Jimmy jam.
1: The Jimmy jam, next.
0: Um OrthoSport Canada? Yep. A tip you gave saved my dog's life today. The prong collar broke off my 8-month old Doberman's neck because I had a carabiner attached to his actual collar. He didn't break free.
1: Awesome smart person. Kudos to you. Shit happens.
0: Next. Okay. Also from Ortho Sport. I live on a main road and my dog would have been hit and possibly killed in the afternoon traffic. Thank you so much for all the tips you provide. That's amazing.
1: That's amazing. Good for you. I'll be up in Canada. I'll be up in Cowlingwood, Canada and Vancouver, British Columbia. Next. Also, depends where in Canada you are. A lot of my folks from Toronto are going to be going to the Buffalo, New York seminar.
0: Uh, Thyri, Is that how you say that? Yep. My daughter was matched with a service dog for autism. We got a standard poodle who was trained but neglected. Major issues with dog reactivity and pulling. With your help, amazing results. Thank you. Awesome. That's really awesome. Nice. Um, we do Chris Adams. Um, no, because it, it was only
1: two dollars. Unfortunately, unfortunately, okay. if it's four ninety nine, it's less than four ninety nine. It doesn't get bumped up to the top. That's not my choice. That's YouTube's choice. So, Chris, thank you so much for the $2. I thank appreciate it. Okay,
0: great. Uh, Juan, hello, Jeff and Linda. I started running my pup using a bike, which he's really loving. I keep him running beside me, sit when we stop. Awesome. Can the bike runs be considered as good as a
1: structured walk? Um, it's, it's different. It's structured exercise. Absolutely. And it's, you know, just to let you guys know, I barely walk my dogs. I just play chuck it with my dogs. And then in the spring and summer, I add swimming to it. Now, when I'm on the road, actually, I barely walk them either then. So in the warmer weather, I used to go for nightly walks. I may start them again. My schedule is a little bit messed up now um, with my nights because I'm doing so many shows and then I want to spend time with with family. But we'll see what happens. Maybe I'll do it once or twice a week. But I usually don't do daily walks with my dogs. Next.
0: Um, Michelle, prong collar sizing. My five month pit mix mix seems to be Mastiff is twenty seven inches at shoulders and fifty pounds already. Have two point two five. Will that be okay when he's grown? Vet guessing around a hundred pounds. Grown. No,
1: he'll need a three millimeter next.
0: Uh, Rach, yep. I'm owner training a five month old dog for service work, and with help, we've begun using the prong for healing with short public access sessions, and now, and I know it's going to help us be successful.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, every 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 dog, not just service dogs, need to have need should be very proficient in public access. I mean, we sort of our goal, we, we pretty much train all of our clients' dogs for public access training. I mean, that's to me, that's not that hard to do. That should be the minimum standard. I mean, everyone's big on the CGC test, which whatever, but public access training is real, it's really important. Down stays in public around high-level distractions, going through crowds, um, lots of environmentals. So that's what's really, really important. Next.
0: Um, Redwood Reaver, can you elaborate on what you mean by structure for the dog? I have an idea, but would love to hear your opinion. Appreciate your time and knowledge. Yeah,
1: structure means a schedule. Structure means rules. Structure means a lot of the repetitive things. Structure. I mean, think about the structure of your day. What's your day look like? So this is what my day looks like. I get up at four to four thirty in the morning. I do a little bit of reading, or I listen, or I watch a, a, a reading a blog, or I watch a short a short video. Then I go to the gym for an hour and a half. Then I come home and I usually make a smoothie, and then I either go directly to work or I run some errands and then I go to work. And then I and then I have lunch at almost the same time every single day. And then I usually run my dogs three times a day. And then. Um depending on the day of the week, I might go to the gym again and then I'll come home and I'll have dinner with my family and then I'll do a podcast and then after this podcast, I'm actually doing a bunch of social media and business stuff and tonight I'll probably go to bed at eleven or twelve o'clock at nights so it's a try- stru- that's what structure is so structure is saying with your dog it's structure it's structure next um
0: rescues and focus yep. When I leave my dog in the front yard, she'll sometimes bark at other dogs passing by. I started using a dog truck bark collar at level five. I've never heard her yelp like that, but she hasn't barked since. Yeah, guys, good. Oh, also, I kind of felt bad, but I also don't want my neighbors complaining.
1: Why would you feel bad? Why are people be feeling bad? Well, first of all, you solved the fucking problem. Why are people feeling bad that their dogs are yelping? Your dog is barking its head off. It's being a pain in the ass. You're being a bad neighbor. You literally, you're that neighbor that people can't stand. And your dog gives out a yelp, which could be surprise. Sure, could be discomfort. But not to sound cold and uncaring, who gives a shit? It stopped the behavior. Like, dogs yelp for a lot of different reasons. I've seen dogs try to get their nails cut That have the biggest hissy fit in the world. I've seen dogs. At the vet office. You try to put them on a scale to weigh them. They scream their fucking heads off. There's no discomfort there. It's called an objection. Do I want my dogs to be yelping in discomfort 24-7? No. 10 times a day? No. But. If your dog is doing something it's not supposed to do and you apply a punisher either remotely or personally, like, you know, right close by, and the dog gives out an audible yelp, so what? It's not going to ruin the relationship with the dog. Like every time time your child does something wrong and you sit down with them and you tell them they do something wrong and they start having a big, huge hissy fit crying, do you feel bad? I sure as fuck don't. That doesn't make me cold and uncaring. I'm an extremely loving person. If anybody knows me off the air, not this like, you know, podcast persona, like if anybody's ever met me before and or been to one of my seminars, you'll know the true, you'll know the true me, but I have no problem holding a dog you know, accountable for a dangerous or unwanted behavior. And But everybody freaks out. Everybody freaks out. So, I'm glad you. I'm glad you you made the decision to correct the dog and now be a better neighbor. Next,
0: uh, Sandra, breast length, long line. If I can only afford one this month, mini educator and prong collar arriving tomorrow, but busted
1: my budget. LOL. Go get the cheapest piece of rope you can find. How much? Is, how much is paracord? Paracord's not expensive. Go get yourself, go find an old collar that's tattered, right? Cut off the leash. Go go to Home Depot or Lowe's or a discount store. Find Paracord, which is probably 12 cents a foot. Tie, buy as much as you can afford. Tie it to the end in a, in a couple of good knots. There's your long line right there. Next.
0: Uh, rescues in Focus gave us $2 for hashtag Mrs. Gelman Monday. There you go. Thank you. Thank you so much. Mondays. Sorry. Not just one Monday. All of them.
1: All of them. Every one of them.
0: Every one of them. (laughs) Uh, Crystal. Hi, guys. How would you recommend to correct whining? Didn't we read this one Yeah, you read that one.
1: Yes. Yep. Josue, you read that one, too, for some reason. Yep. People might be just asking twice because it's taking us a while to answer Mm. the questions. Yep.
0: Alpha canine. Hey, Jeff, I've gotten my dog to not bark or whine in his kennel, but he pants and drools. And when I come home from work, his kennel is soaked. What is your opinion and any advice?
1: So that's going to be a hard one. That's that drooling. You can't really stop Um, uh, panting. You can stop. So <clears> that you, you have the you, you stopped one behavior and you got whack-a-mole going on. So the shrapnel effect of stopping that one behavior, like the panting, and the panting and drooling was probably already there, but it was manifested in another stressor, which was the barking. So your dog was always nervous. Do more duration in the crates when you are home. Teach the dog to double down. Double down is head on the ground. Dogs historically don't pant when their head is on the ground like that. How do you do that? You can do leash pressure. You can do remote collar. So we do that all, you know, we, we demonstrate that at our seminars. We show, I've, we've done some live, live streaming videos on our, on our, on our um, Facebook Live, you know, on that as well. Um, but you know, you, you want to just start working on more duration and I don't know how long this dog's been drooling and panting. Make sure the dog has ass- access to water then. Next. Um,
0: uh, Max Asina. Yeah. I confine my dog to the kitchen area with a gate type thing. I hate to keep him in the crate for nine hours a day.
1: Okay. Well then that's, that's all your personal choice. You can also look into a doggy daycare or have a dog walker pet sitter there. Next.
0: This one's from Bo. To to sponsor that dropped your show jeff is blunt yet honest gives valuable advice and hours of his time and his followers constantly thank him fortunately he's not sponsored by those who want something else
1: i don't know what that well means. i don't we don't have any sponsors so i don't know Is there did somebody did somebody write a question that says that they're, they're one of my sponsors and they dropped the show or they used to be a fan of mine and donate money and they dropped the show i don't give a flying fuck what do i care what, what, what do I care? But I have no sponsors. Nobody sponsors me. So most people that write stupid stuff like that were never a fan anyway. We're never a fan anyway. I've been doing I've been I had a radio show. I've been training dogs for only 14 years. Hold on here. Nine. Okay. Nine. I've been training dogs for about 14 years. i I was on the I started doing the radio show about 12 years ago. You think in the last 12 years when I've been doing consistently the radio show and the podcast and all my live streaming, I've given a shit what anybody fucking thinks of me? What do I care? If you don't like my stuff, if you want to make some like, oh, we're going to stop donating money and we're not going to sponsor you anymore. First of all, nobody sponsors me. I have zero sponsors. What do I give a shit? I I don't care. If people don't want to hear the truth, that's on them. Read the fucking guys read the damn comments. Go onto my Facebook page and read all the comments of all the people that I'm helping. Read all the seminar stuff every time there's a seminar read all the read all the comments after the seminar. like, like it, we're helping tons of people. one person, two people, a dozen people, a hundred people, a thousand people jump off my social media because they don't like what I say. I could care less. It doesn't it 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 bothers me none? It bothers me none. It bothers me none. I'm amazed if, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm amazed that people would think I would give a shit. Like, you don't like me. Ooh. Oh my gosh. Like, there's a lot of problems out in the world today, and that ain't one of them I'm concerned about.
0: How come I don't give a flying fuck isn't on a t-shirt yet? Uh, you think people would wear that in public? Probably.
1: All right. Ten dollar. Marnie Cool dog. I won hundred football pool. Buy Las Vegas dinner tickets. Damn girl. Nice. Nice. By, by the way, we're doing a. Marnie's talking about. I'm doing a seminar, um, at the lost in Las Vegas at the Flamingo Hotel and Casino at their convention center, and we're doing live. What would Jeff do? Podcast like live like this in front of everybody we're also going to be doing one a three-hour one for audio for just for the audience and then there's also a vip dinner with myself on sunday night it's going to be a fucking fantastic weekend we got discount room rates it's going to be a good one next
0: this one's from liz Found you when the Mal Mix was eight weeks, celebrating nine months today. Thanks to you guys. Nice. The Collar has saved his life from horse chasing, and obedience DIY has made him nice to be around. Thanks.
1: Awesome. Thank you. You want to be a sponsor? I just lost one. I look at a
0: flying <laughs> right. Uh, Mick Tubb. I have a one-year-old high-energy ACD. When we go for leash walks, he barks and pulls. I need three hands, one for e collar button, one for leash, and one for treats. How do I balance this? What? Maybe hold the treat. American
1: cattle, American Australian cattle dog, when we, we go for a walk leash, he barks and pulls. I need three hands, one for e collar button, one for leash, and one for treat. What do you use that is to give treats on a walk? Prong collar on the dog. Scrap the remote collar right now. Prong collar on the dog, leash on the dog. Teach. I want you to work on your leash handling skills. Forget the food. So don't don't worry about the food right now. Work on your basic leash handling skills. Do it in an area that's not high distraction area, and work on your healing skills first. Then layer the remote collar for remote collar heal over that next.
0: Uh, this one's from Ginmars. Jeff, no, I haven't seen very many of your videos. I am brand new subscriber, and I'm not a dog trainer, so I only know some of the things I read or find on YouTube.
1: Awesome. Well, I've got five thousand videos, ten thousand hours of audio content. Tons and tons of videos out there. Go down go down the rabbit hole. Just to let you know, my podcasts are snarky. They're, they're R to X rated. They're loud. They're obnoxious. My actual training, though, is stealth and silent. So this is like, people have to remember, this is an entertainment show. It's an entertainment show. The content and the answers are actually accurate, but the way I deliver it is definitely more in-your-face, blunt trying to get a rise out of people. This is the thing I learned from the radio business. I'm trying to either get you to hate me or love me, but at least make a decision now from on my my most of my YouTube content though is not delivered in this format Next
0: um, this one's from Derek. Hello Gellerman's yes but I get some examples of times to use my e collar. Uh, And when not, and when not to just training, very relaxed, happy dog,
1: no aggression. Thanks. Um, Yeah. um, Put, this is the thing for all the time, all the time. So you can train the remote cower is not for aggressive dogs. It's not for a reactive. Like it is, but I'm saying is the remote cower is we feel the best training tool for every single dog out there for on-leash and off-leash obedience, for stopping unwanted behaviors, for state-of-mind training, for working your dog at high-level distractions. So you can train your dog fully on all commands um, with a remote collar. Next.
0: Uh, this one's from Dog Training with Sarah. Yes. Uh, hey there. Your free content is life-changing, and I resonate with it all. I join Patreon and plan to book a Skype. Would love to chat about the potential for an internship. I live in b and Is that Brisbane. BNE, or is that something Uh, else? (coughs) BNE, Australia.
1: So actually, if you're in Brisbane, I'm actually trying to put a seminar together in Brisbane in 2020. Um, I've got a good contact there. Uh, Daniel, who's up in Townsville, who'll be moving down about an hour north of Brisbane, if you're in Brisbane. But uh, if you want to let me know, give you more information. If you have a location for us, uh, let me know. Let me know. Next.
0: Um. This one's from Todd, Thought you said one time not to leave crate
1: open. Why? Um, I said with nervous, fearful dogs during the day when the dog's not in the crate, don't leave it open because I don't want the dog escaping into the crate. Um,
0: nice. Is that done? <laughs> you done with that yep. answer? This one, uh, Liz gave us $3.99. Nice. Thanks, Thanks Liz. Liz. Um, Todd, ran out of space. In a prior show, I thought you said not to leave crate open all day for dog to come and go. Please clarify.
1: I just did. Yeah, I know.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. My dog. Um. Uh, 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 do we want to talk about that anymore? Let's see. He says my dog crates up awesome, but I do leave the door open. Sometimes he goes in as long as his I, own wandering downside. If any,
1: if your dog is nervous and fearful and uses the crate to escape, I'm not a big fan of that. And a lot of people say, Oh no, it should be a safe place, but I want everywhere to be your dog's safe place, but I'm not opposed to dogs walking into crates on their own. Next.
0: Uh Daria. Jeff, thank you. Thank you for making all the videos on fixing reactivity. My dog Tucker gets very overexcited and whines when he sees other dogs. With your help and tips, he's been improving.
1: Awesome. Keep it up.
0: Next. Um and she also says we were able to walk past two reactive dogs lunging and barking at Wow. Him, and I saw him get alert and I corrected right at the beginning on the prong and he stopped. The other people were so shocked.
1: Damn, you've got it right. That's exactly how you do it. Next.
0: Focus canine training. Will you teach me the ins and outs of this business? I've been training my dogs for almost ten years now, but when tr- training others, it's way different. Uh, you told me my job is twenty five percent, seventy five percent teaching the human. It's actually
1: more like 50 I uh, yes, I can teach you um, everything. Um, yes, you'll in the Skype session. You're doing you're mm-hmm. doing your book to Skype session. Absolutely next.
0: Uh, Pichu, we are doing some place duration. Send you today a picture. On, Pick on Instagram yep. of him snoring after like nine minutes on place after some time released him, but he loves to sleep. So he is sleeping on place now.
1: Awesome. Proud of you. I got the picture. I think I posted it. Did I post it on my website? No, I couldn't because it wasn't a shareable one, but I think I responded to you. So thank you so much. Cute dog, by the way.
0: Next. Um, X Shirley Lulu. Yep. Hello, Jeff. My condo has a buzz up system when guests come and my dog goes crazy barking over the buzzer. Yep. I've used prong and e-collar and it must be on or it won't work. What do I do?
1: Okay. So I'm not sure what you mean by it must be on. Of course. that Because it, it none of the tools work. If you mean it has to be on the dog, of course not. Of course. So you set it up. You set it up. And you make it suck to do it. It's common. I've got a lot of clients in New York City and high rises. The buzzer is often a, a, a trigger for the dog, just like a doorbell would be or knock on the door. And what you're going to do is it would be no and then correct. No, and then correct. If your timing is bad, do a bark collar. Bark collar. But you should be able to leave that, leave the collar on when you're home. Leave the collar on when you're home. Next.
0: Uh, Daria also said, as soon as I noticed at the beginning when he saw them and his ears perked up, I corrected and he stopped. Thanks for the helpful videos. You're
1: welcome. You get it exactly right. Next.
0: Candy. My year old Pitt is friendly with any dog or person he meets, but has really bad reactivity on walks only. Don't know why. Any suggestions?
1: Um, well, the why, because he just struggles on the walks. It could be a leash thing. It could be an environmental thing. All I know is this. Start with the proper tools that we recommend, prong cow or leash, and watch my video on how to size it, how to put it on, how to introduce it, and how to start the walk. Start mastering the walk with no distractions, and then make sure you're really, really good and precise with your heel, which is going to be behind the knee, keeping your dog unaroused. As soon as you start seeing that dog get get aroused at all or excited, call it what you want, you would correct the dog. We want the dog to be in a calm state of mind. Then you start introducing distractions of, of different environmentals, and then you, and then you start you master that as well. Next.
0: Um, focus canine training, how to make a dog stop being too friendly to people.
1: Um, well, number one is you can stop, you can stop. If your dog's already friendly to people, you're all set. Don't have your dog meet people, especially on a walk. Um, too friendly to people. I'm not sure if that means jumping up. That's easy to fix. I've got videos on that. Um, licking people. That's a lot of people find that disgusting to me. I don't want my dogs running over to people. Because that's how they end up getting hit by a car when they're off leash. So sort of become a selfish dog owner between you and the dog. That doesn't mean your dog can't be petted by people. Like family members can. Or if you're at at an event, they can. But especially on the walk um, or you're off leash somewhere, the last thing I want is my dog pulling me towards someone or running up to somebody. Next.
0: Uh, Sandra said, LOL, I have some paracord. Thanks. There you go, Sandra.
1: Nice. Jamelia
0: says paracord paracord three bucks lol just made a 25 foot leash for way cheaper than the pet store works great there you go focus canine training sorry hi how are y'all thanks for all the info you help plenty thanks a lot Oh, what,
1: what are you apologizing for i know Hello. So. how are what's, you what's with that? you don't have to say hello first before you ask a question next
0: um bull hi jeff appreciate any advice you give Eight-month-old pit bull, just adopted as first dog, introduced prong collar, and he refuses to walk. 180 move not working, bites leash, and has bit me when taking leash off. Yeah,
1: yeah. Don't do the 180 move.
0: Oh, also, would you recommend Garmin e-collar?
1: Yeah, but don't do an e-collar right now. If your dog's not walking on a prong, it's objecting. And guess what? I've seen the same thing on a martingale slip lead flat buckle collar and harness. It's an objection. I've seen it on every one of those tools. It's not a prong coward conversation. It's a lack of movement conversation. Do my north, south, east, west protocol. So let's pretend you're going north. It's just a direction. You don't have to be actually heading north. But the first time you're walking, you're heading in a direction. We'll call that north. The dog doesn't move. Great. Go behind the dog, which would be south. Try it south. Leash pressure. The dog doesn't do that. Fine. Go east or west. I don't care which way it is first. Go to the east. Try that. See if the dog does that. Go west. See if the dog does that. As soon as you start getting movement from your dog, boom, bingo, you got it. Also, I have no problem with you crouching down and going, come on, puppy. I have no problem with that at all, just to get movement. It's all you're doing is is objecting. It should be a slow, consistent, slow, consistent pressure, not firm. That's the way you start. That's the way you start. Doing that. So it's going to be the pressure on, pressure off to start. Next.
0: Max Asina says, I do take him to a doggy daycare on Wednesdays. Awesome. Next. Um, Stefan. Awesome show and channel. Much respect. Keep doing you. I,
1: I got no other choice, man. I'm, I'm, I'm transparent as fuck. Next.
0: Uh, Bo, I must have misunderstood. I thought it was a sponsor. I thought you said someone was upset because they claimed you were condescending to people.
1: Oh, no, I don't have sponsors. People, people bitch and complain about me all the time. Next.
0: Uh, Ernest. I have had a rescue over a year. Local obedience training didn't yield results. Where do I start? Is two and a half years too late? Okay,
1: so Ernest, you've owned a dog for two and a half years. Rescue is not a breed, and I'm very specific about that because it's a mental shift in your thinking about how you're going to be training your dog. Watch my free videos. You'll make it farther. So go to the do-it-yourself section on my free videos. Start with basic commands. Sit, down, place. It's a lifestyle. Healing. Kettling up. Waiting for food. Creating calmness. Find some things that your dog could do as well. Some activities. Then, when you start struggling with a couple of things, jump back into the show. Ask specific questions. Next
0: uh alpha rk9 yes he is hydrated has water with him thank you for the advice i will give an update on our progress in your next few upcoming live shows keep up the good work happy i found
1: you awesome thank you uh
0: crystal hi jeff just ordered mini mini e-collar should arrive this week any thoughts how we start once we find the dog's working level yeah
1: start with things that are in movement either place command or recall next
0: Uh, This one's from Mel. Hello, guys. Over the weekend, I took in a pity. She is so sweet and mellow. She has had minimal car and no obedience or potty training. Where would you start with
1: training? Okay, massive amounts of structure. Limit your affection. Start with all the basics. Kenneling up, number one, that's where your dog should be sleeping. The reason why I say watch the affection is because you might be on the honeymoon period. And the last thing you want your dog to think is that your house is a love fest right now. Because what will happen is it will get super comfortable. The real dog might come out, which is a lot of unwanted behavior, which you don't want. So pretend you're doing a board and train. So kenneling up, waiting at thresholds, all the obedience stuff, plenty of kennel time, um, find some activities the dog likes. That's what I want you to do. Next.
0: Uh, this one's from Sean. <coughs> Hello, I use your advice to crate train my Malinois and it works. Just wondering on the reasoning why crate training is so important. Awesome. He asked a question.
1: Oh. He did? Yeah. Or just wondering why the reason why crate training is so important? Well, this is the thing. <clears throat> because dogs, especially a Malinois, dog, dogs dogs, out of crates, dogs out of crates do really bad, usually. I can't imagine keeping a Malinois out of a crate when nobody's home. I'm sure some people do, but I can't imagine it. Not too many males that I've ever met could handle that. Um, It also creates a calm state of mind. Um, It also, the shrapnel effect of that, you get better calmness when you need calmness. Um, You also don't get things historically destroyed in your home.
0: Next. Little Mama mud says a lot of jerks tonight. I know. Wow. Linda, is 50 warm? We'll have to look up the Fahrenheit to Celsius to see. 50 is not warm, but it sure as heck is not cold.
1: Yeah, we're getting a lot of haters tonight. This is the thing. The, the, the show is growing and growing and growing, and we get a lot of people, and I'm an easy target. I'm an easy target to attack. The thing is, people assume I care, and I don't care. So number one, your messages are, are getting deleted eventually. I'm not even seeing them. Um, I can check to see what they are. So I've checked in on a couple of them to find out why they're being deleted, and it's just people insulting me. And guys, I can't stress this enough. I don't care. I really don't. He
0: doesn't give a flying
1: fuck. I really don't. I, I find it comical. This is it. Nice people don't go on to p- other people's podcasts and say bad things. Got it? Nice people don't go on to other people's social media in general and say bad things. So if people are saying bad things to me, you are not a nice person. It's as simple as that. It doesn't bother me one bit. It actually has nothing to do with me. It's all on you. And if you want to be the kind of person that goes onto people's podcasts and insults the host when this was an opt-in podcast, meaning you don't have to be here. There's a lot of other things you can be doing with your time, like being nice to somebody. Okay. If that's how you want to spend your time. That's okay. A couple more questions, and then we're going to end the show.
0: <clears throat> um, dog training with Sarah. Great. So your seminar will be in Townsville in 2020. I'll make shit happen to get there. I'm transitioning part time to start my own dog training business. Interning with you would be my dream.
1: It's not going to be in Townsville. It's going to be way closer to Brisbane. My contact lives in Townsville now. He's moving. Next.
0: Uh, Jordy. Hey Jeff and Linda. Is a leash pop on a prong the best way to eliminate impulses like chasing leaves or leash reactivity? I mean, it's it's
1: one of the things. It's one of the things you're going to do. It's one of the things you're going to do. There's a lot of other things, and it's also the timing of it is really, really important. It's to make sure you're doing it. You're doing it prior to the full reactivity. Once the dog is reactive, you've sort of you sort of already lost it. Next,
0: Crystal. Hi Jeff. Oh, How shit. long? What?
1: Is it shit? <sighs>
0: <Put> your mouth, <laughs> Crystal. Jeff, how long do you recommend to keep the e-collar on for? 24 hours a no. day, okay? Or should they have it off for a duration? Also, you say move collar on neck, how often? Yeah,
1: every four to six hours, you want to move it to the side. At night, the dog doesn't have to have it on. When you're not home, the dog doesn't have to have it on. Next.
0: Victoria, is it okay to keep the prong collar on my dogs at all time, Or should no. I take it off when
1: they're working? No, no. All your training collars should come off in the crate, Unless the dog has got some bad crate problems, then you use the remote collar. Um, and, and technically, a prong collar should only be on when there's a leash attached to it.
0: Next, oh Melissa says, "Little Mama Mud, fifty degrees Fahrenheit is ten degrees Celsius." Yep, no worries, though. I know it's kind of warm. Yeah. Um, Sebastian, to clarify about my earlier comment, my dog is five months old and he stares because he wants to play very badly. He's barked three times out of excitement, but that's all. Should I correct with a prong?
1: Um, what is it? Five months old. Let's do this. Let's try to, let's try to get your dog when it's staring to break that focus and pay attention to you because, because thanks for that extra bit of information. Cause what will happen is it's going to get worse. The dog will be bigger and stronger and the barking will increase. And, and I'm not against dogs playing, but he's on a leash. He's on a walk. Um, he needs to, he should be focused on you. Next.
0: Jay Hernandez, how can I teach my eight month great Dane to come when I, when called? He doesn't seem to listen. When I call him to come, he just sits.
1: So Jay Hernandez, you you hit the nail on the head. You have to teach the dog recall. No dog comes, just, I mean, when you have a young puppy, they'll come usually because you're the best thing in the world. But once the dog hits like, 14 to 16 weeks. The dog just lifts up its, its middle paw and says, you you don't mean anything to me because there's a lot of better, better, better stuff out there. So what you need to do is to actually teach recall training. I've got videos on it. Many other people have videos on it. It's a combination of using a long line, a remote collar and food and dog training.
0: Next little mama mud. She's cracking me up tonight. Ooh, 10 too warm for me. I prefer negative 10 Celsius. Keep that heat wave. Linda.
1: Don't move move to New England. It's not warm. Uh,
0: Bloxer, thank you. We'll work on pressure on and off with prong. What can I do for the biting?
1: On the biting, (laughs) the biting is probably a result because the dog is subjecting to the leash pressure. So the biting might go away organically. If it doesn't, you can use a bonker on that.
0: Lisa. Next. Lisa says haters need to go find haters. This is a nice channel or go F off.
1: Hey, Lisa. Don't be confrontational now. That's my job. Next
0: uh Dino what's the sizing guideline in terms of width 2.25 millimeter or three millimeter etc to finding an appropriate size prong collar
1: um historically if a dog is 45 pounds and under I like to see if the 2.25 millimeter works except for on some dogs like Dobermans and Greyhounds they might be in a 225 and they're they're more than that and then usually a three millimeter is usually 50 pounds or or over
0: Next. Okay, this is our last one. Last question
1: of the night.
0: From Fyrie, I don't understand the haters. I struggled for 10 months and feared washing out of service dog. It is only because of your free content I could turn around the situation and make a brilliant dog.
1: So don't try to understand the haters because then you're, you're thinking rational. And I explained, it, I explained it really simply earlier. They're not nice people, so they don't do nice things. And it's easy to sit online and to be an asshole, but I can truly tell you that I get a lot of it. I never respond to it. Meanwhile, yeah, I'm talking about it now because some people are concerned about it, and and I just want you to know, we delete it, which always surprises people. Oh my gosh! I like I attacked Jeff Gelman on his show, and he banned me. It's like, if you came into my place of business and did it, I would kick you out. If you came to my seminar and did it, I'd kick you out. If you came into my home and did it, I'd kick you out. If you walked up to me on the streets, I'd walk away from you. What makes you think that I'm going to engage with you on my show? This is not open for debate. All of my social media content is a dictatorship. I set the guidelines. I set the rules. Everybody's allowed in until I don't want them in anymore. Why? Because people are here to learn. That's why. I have an obligation for the people that actually want to listen to my content. So it's always amazing people that feel that they can say something negative and still stick around. What's wrong?
0: Wedding ring looks loose. Loose? Yeah.
1: Okay. It's
0: not going to fall off, is it?
1: No, it's stuck on that knuckle right there. All right, good. Um, I don't think I've ever taken it off since we've been married. I haven't. There's no reason to. Um, so, guys, thank you so much. End of the show. Back Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern <laughs> Standard Time. Um, in the meantime, check out, obviously, all of our social media platforms, Instagram, jump on IG stories. IG stories is really cool because it, it's, you know, everything only lasts for 24 hours. So there's always new stuff up there. Um, our photos from the seminar, my understanding is we've got a photo album ready to load up on Facebook. That'll be up there. Um, this weekend I'll be in Seattle. I leave Thursday night for Seattle. Um, it's going to be fantastic. There's still some audit Tickets. Well, there's plenty of audit tickets available. I think there's one working spot available left for Seattle. Um, Seattle should be good. There's probably be about forty to forty-five people there. It'll be an, it'll be a nice seminar. Um, it's in Redmond, by the way. It's not in downtown Seattle. It's you know it's on the outskirts of Seattle in, in Redmond. Um, Solid Canine Training is the main website. You can get links from there. And uh, I can't thank everybody enough for showing up. Whether you did a super chat or you didn't do a super chat, man, I love you all. And I'm proud of so many of you who are really kicking ass. I love hearing about your success stories. Um, uh, Everything is just going great with you. I'm really, really proud of all of you. All right, everybody. Take care. Thank you so much. Linda, thank you for co-hosting. Oh, no problem. It's hashtag Mrs. Gelman
0: Mondays. Mrs.
1: Gelman Mondays. (laughs) All right. All right, guys. Love you all. Bye-bye.